Royal Consciousness is a branding and consulting firm offering services to help save entrepreneurs time and money while increasing productivity. And don't we all need that? Royal Consciousness focuses on community economics and support through bridging the gap by providing community empowerment and assisting in creating businesses to sustain and increase community infrastructure. You can book design services such as logo designs, album covers, promo videos, or even website designs, and printing is available. I absolutely hate nothing more than having to split up my services between multiple companies because it's really too easy for miscommunication to happen. The website even has a super informative blog to help new brands get acquainted with some little known branding information. If you're in the process of launching a new business, visit the Royal Consciousness site, www.royalconsciousness.com and set up your consultation today. Girl by Hannah is a natural hair apparel and accessories line empowering women to live proud and free with their natural hair. When you visit afrogirlapparel.com, you instantly feel beautiful, instantly feel valued, instantly feel seen. They have everything from hoodies and t-shirts to hats and accessories, jewelry, pants and bottoms, and Afro. they have their own Afro Girls collection. And also, through the month of April, you can get 25% off the entire site when you use the code QUEEN25. Hey y'all! Welcome back to the Queen X podcast, the podcast where we discuss ways to live a life with an ash-free mindset. I am your amazing chocolate bunny, sometimes overly confident host, Autumn Black, and today we are going to be having a conversation with my homegirl, Simone. Simone is another entrepreneur that I met on the Clubhouse app. She has a wonderful, amazing, phenomenal skincare brand called Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin. I have been using her products for the last couple of months, and that's why your girl is like constantly on a glow. When you see me out in these streets and the glow is right and the glow is tight, it's that Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin. It is literally the supple gel, but we'll get into that a little bit later. In the meantime, I want you guys to know what to expect in this episode. You can expect to hear me and Simone discussing and talking about the benefits of using um, a skincare product as a form of self-care, the benefits of knowing what is in the products that you're using that you put on your skin. And also, Simone is gonna deep dive and tell us why and how it became so important for her to transition this thing that was just a hobby, something that she did out of necessity for her family into a full-blown business and how it's become how it's become beneficial to building her self-confidence as well as the confidence that's, that it is instilling in her children. So sit back, relax, get you a glass of wine, or maybe you're listening to this on your way to work. I don't know when you're listening to this, but either way, do something relaxing, do something that you enjoy, and sit back and listen to me and Simone chopping it up. Peace.
Oh, I should also warn you that you want to stick around to the end of the episode because I have a very special announcement for you guys. Now you can go. Okay, Royal Tribe, so we want to give a huge thank you to Simone for taking time out of her day to join us and put out this interview. So I'm going to go ahead and hop off the stage and let Simone, the owner of Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin, introduce herself and let you know a little bit about her and her brand. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, Hey, Tribe, how y'all doing? (laughs) Uh, My name is Simone. I am the owner and creator of Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin. I am a natural, holistic cosmetics and mindfulness brand, really. So um, I create handmade luxury skincare products using natural herbal oils, extracts, and clays to really feed the skin, nourish the mind and the body, and help you to elevate and improve your overall lifestyle. Yes, and so I originally met Simone on Clubhouse. Of course, Clubhouse is like the whole for networking. Yeah, Uh, she was doing these really dope rooms where she would just kind of remind you to sit still and to breathe and to be patient. And I just thought it was so awesome. Like people were loading up in these rooms just to hear her peaceful, calm voice telling people and reminding you to breathe. I thought that was so dope of you. Yep. Um, yep. I like to say, remind yourself to blink, breathe, and eat because, you know, those are like the fundamentals of human function. And we get so overstimulated that we actually forget to do those things. So, um, yeah, Clubhouse has been really dope. I actually stepped off of Clubhouse, and you're the first person to know this, so try to pass the heads up. Um, and I formally went and became a certified meditation teacher. So coming back to Clubhouse soon with the Green um, Breathing platform, it will be as a certified meditation instructor. Yes. So everybody, <laughs> if you don't have your Clubhouse invitation, you don't have your Clubhouse set up right now, get it because we are turning up in these rooms, like in a very peaceful yes. state. But we are definitely, yes. I love that. I love that. So congratulations. Definitely the peaceful trailer. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> She's full of secrets over here. Okay, yeah. so let's go ahead and let's let's figure out and tell us, tell the Royal Tribe how you originally recognized that you had such a talent for creating skincare p- products and that you would actually be able to make money from this. Oh, oh man, that's such a, it's such a giant flashback for me. Um, <laughs> so actually, I apparently according to my mother I've always you know in some sense kind of created my own product right whether it was combining different things to kind of get what I needed from everything um and that was in my childhood something I had completely forgotten about and my youngest daughter my oldest daughter excuse me when my oldest daughter was born um you know struggling with postpartum depression and just the adverse like the adverse reaction to the beginning of motherhood you could experience like body pain 
flaky skin, dry skin, hair falling out, just sad and crying and just really just a hard time. And um, I found myself really disappointed with the products on the shelves because they just were not what I needed, right? They, they were like, my skin was still dry, still peeling, bleeding, cracking. Um, and then also too, my ba- my oldest now, my baby at the time, she had uh, really dry skin, really bad eczema, um, very sensitive skin, and we were just very underwhelmed with the product selection. Um, so it really started from there. And that was the little nudge, the little bug my mom put in my ear that reminded me, she's like, you know what you're doing. Like, you've always done this. I know it's hard to kind of like see through the fog, but um, just get back to basics, essentially. So that's what I did. And when my oldest turned about a year and a half, um, it just kind of dawned on me that, uh, and I was also pregnant again at the time, so still dealing with, you know, (laughs) postpartum and having like now pregnancy symptoms as well with skin. um, I kind of realized the amount of people who were like reaching out to me like, hey, what do you use on your hair? Like, what do you use on your daughter's hair? Because my oldest was born with, a head, of, a head full of hair and then she went completely bald <laughs> because she had cradle cap and um, so the the very first product that I actually made was hair oil and as her hair started to grow back in and my edges started to fill back out I noticed like a lot of people asking me like hey what do you use how did you get your guys hair to grow back and everything and I was just like oh I make it myself and I was literally giving it away for the free. I was just like, yeah, I can do it. I'll make it for you. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> it's cool. Um, let me see what I got at home. I may have to run out and go get some more. And you know, I don't know, but I got you. <laughs> and um, so nice. Basketball. Yeah, like, right, so generous. Like, yeah, you know, it helped me. Girl, your edges is falling out. I got you. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's actually pretty much how it started. And I realized I could monetize off of it um, later. Like this was after my oldest, was, after my youngest was born. She was probably about four or five months old by the time I was like, you know what? It's been about a year of me giving products away for free. Um, and I wonder what I could do with the platform that I've already established. So. I was like, you know, I'm going to start a business. And it was a leap of faith because I had been a um, stay-at-home mom. And, you know, I hadn't worked corporate at all since I haven't worked corporate nine to five in a very long time. So I was just like, I don't even know if um, this is the right thing to do, but I'm going to do it because it's on my heart to do it. And it's been a blessing. Yes, you took that that (laughs) super big leap of faith where you bet it all on yourself. Yeah. And it's been nothing but success, nothing but up from here. I love to hear stories like that. Yeah. (laughs) So what was your, what was that mentally, what was that like for you to be able to take that step from I'm giving this away to people to, hey, now I'm going to send you an invoice and I'm going to charge you for this. Ooh terrifying (laughs) honestly um because really what it what it is and I still struggle with this I actually have partners now who help keep me in line um because it's it's uh 
my natural energy is like I'm a giver. So I'm like, I want to help. I want to see you grow. I want to see you flourish. And that's just my vibe. Um, and so it kind of went against my nature to then monetize off this thing. Um, and even in like my first year, first two years of business, I still wasn't paying myself from lack of knowledge on a biz- as a business owner, really. But also um, because I wanted to produce products that were beneficial to people who may not have had the luxury of a luxury product. So, um, and that's still my goal. That's still my, that's still the desire that I have. Um, I just now have people to help guide me in a way where I can also be successful in doing that and providing that product to others. And I will say that it is a job well done, very successfully done. I have been a user of your products for the last couple months and something that I can honestly say, I have never experienced anything like your supple gel. Like that gel has changed the the way that I think about what moisturized skin is. Make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> like such a such a such a good product it is, and so I will say, if you're going for a luxurious skincare feeling, that supple gel, like you got the you got the sauce, sis, because that is mm. it right there. <laughs> Thank you. That is so dope. Thank you. <laughs> so I'm curious when you're coming up with these products and you're coming up with your recipes and your um, I don't know if you use scents in any of your things, but like, what is your creative process? What does that look like for you? So, um, previously, um, before rebranding, it was, it was more along the lines of like trying to commercialize, trying to find a product and make it fit in what I thought people wanted. Um, post rebrand it is very attuned to me and who I am and it's very deeply rooted in my love language so like for me it's very ritualistic um, I don't typically use scents in my product um, but I am I like to say I use intention with my products so for me it looks like you know what do I need in this moment? Like, with, for example, I'll use the bath salt. I'm, I love a bathroom. I love a good bathroom. I don't know if you've ever seen like my posts of my bathrooms. Those are like my safe spaces. So, um, with something, it, it, it's really like, what do I need in this moment? I'm having a rough week. I'm having a, you know, a heavier day. Um, what is something that can kind of lift me out of that? And using the bath salt as an example, when I created my bath salt, it was like a fine Epsom salt, you know, kind of thing. And as I really, as I grew, as like a meditation instructor now, and, you know, just really being more mindful of myself and my needs and becoming hyper aware of what I needed in a moment, it really evolved into a product that can satisfy your senses. 
So you're getting that body um, experience, that aromatherapy, that mental, you know, calmness and all of those things. And that's pretty much the approach that I take with all of my products. Like what, what is the need? Um, because yeah, body butter is great. We all like to have luscious skin, but what does your skin need? You know, because that's a diff- there's a difference. Okay, so what does it, how would a person be able to tell? Give us examples of what that looks like. How do I know what my skin needs? So that would look like um, I'm gonna pick a, a, a very common um, concern for women: stretch marks, right? Midsection stretch marks. Um, you can really tell what your skin needs by what your skin is saying to you. So someone with hyperpigmentation or really dark stretch marks, you know, or you can tell that you may need some vitamin C, you may need some collagen that kind of help, you know, firm the skin and help um, collagen protection. So that way you can, um, over time, not, you know, abruptly, but over time, treat the hyperpigmentation and I, oh, I don't want to say treat because then you get in trouble for saying things like that but um, that's really what it is and that's that's why I say you know my products are created to feed you in in all of the ways because my products are created with natural herbs and oils that are proven and have been shown to feed these things so they are created to help you. They're going to help with mid-section um, stretch marks. They're to help with hyperpigmentation. Um, they are to help with um, burns and scars and eczema um, and things like that. And also, the psychology behind it is when you know what you're using for your body, you're more mindful about what you do to your body. Um, so, you know, even something as little as using uh, herbal butter and saying, oh, over time, oh, you know what? These dark marks are really going away. I really like that. You may also notice I'm also drinking more water. I'm a lot more conscious about how much I'm overeating, if I'm overeating, or, you know, how much um, fast food and things like that that I'm putting into my body, because all of that does ultimately play a part in what our skin shows us and what our skin's health is that we need. Yes, a hundred, hundred, hundred percent agree with that. Um, as much, as important as it is for us to know what we're putting on our skin, it's just as important to know what we're putting in our body. And something that you mentioned about your products is that they are for, you know, to help and to heal and to um, take care of all of these different skin issues that you may or may not have. But they're with all natural products so you don't use chemicals or anything harmful in your products correct which is so awesome because i did an episode recently with hannah mccall from clean beauty for black girls where we talked about the importance of not of knowing what you're putting on your skin and knowing not to use certain products um, so to have an actual skincare product owner come on and talk about how she is intentionally trying to help and heal women by not using those harmful products, um, it's divine alignment. And I love things like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it's also just, you know, education, too. And I learned a lot throughout this process of um, 
the just the cosmetic industry and really technically what is required to be considered a natural product or a natural brand um and that still does not really align with the desire that i have to bring to people and women especially um, who have these type of concerns um i don't know it's just i i just feel like education is more important and me knowing the purpose of the products that I'm using, of the formulations that I create, in the long run will be more beneficial than me creating something quickly that can help me, you know, monetize it. Right, right, right. So it's more so about the long-term goal of helping and healing versus the short-term goal of, I'm trying to make seven figures by the end of the year. Right, I mean, we. I would love to make seven figures by the end of the year, but I also would love more to help heal um, in the process. So we love that about you, Simone. Um, (laughs) So we did talk a little bit earlier about what your creative process actually looks like when you're creating. So can you tell me um, in what ways have you noticed that like diving in and exploring your creativity as an entrepreneur, when you're coming up with your branding, when you're coming up with new products, when you're coming up with your marketing, how has this enhanced your your confidence or your ability to even tap into your confidence? Oh, girl. <laughs> um, when I tell you it's been a learning curve, it definitely has, um, but it, it has taught me to be um, more sure in myself because you know how like sometimes you have you'll have an idea and you're like oh but I don't know if that's gonna work like you get that self-doubt right you get that self-doubt in your brain like nobody wants that nobody wants to hear that nobody wants to see you you know indulge in that service or that product it's it's taught me how to quiet that it's taught me how to say well if you need it if you would benefit from it if it would help you why wouldn't it help someone else so that's been the biggest lesson that I've learned um, in this entrepreneurial world, um, especially being the sole creator of formulations um, for my brand. It's just like, no, like it's it's a need. It's a need. If it wasn't, you wouldn't. It wouldn't have come to you. So yes. I've learned to. <laughs> I've definitely learned to like be more sure and just kind of stand firm on that confidence of. This is what they needed. You have the platform and you also have the talent to create the need. So use your talent and get it done. Yes, there are so many times that people just allow that negative self-talk, you know, to creep in and convince them that this brilliant idea that they had that came to them in the middle of the night or in the middle of another task or in the middle of whatever, whatever, however it came into your mind, you allow your insecurities and your your self-doubt to talk you out of that, not even recognizing uh, what you're doing. You don't even, you fail to recognize the fact that this came to you for a reason, for a purpose, for your purpose. Um, and you just convinced and talked yourself out of it. And I wish that more people would stop doing that. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's a hard thing to unlearn. And even as, you know, someone who is 
very conscious and mindful of how my inner dialogues are it's you know it's a hard thing to unlearn we've been conditioned by society and probably by our family and important relationships and people around us to think that is the normal um, inner monologue that we should have the normal inner monologue should be you know very very heavily steeped in self-doubt and it's a subconscious thing. We don't control our our subconscious mind. So what you put into your mind is what your subconscious creates. That's why it's very important to put positivity around you so internally you are creating positivity. Yes. The more people that you see doing and creating and jumping headfirst and betting betting it all on black and putting it all on themselves and believing in themselves the more that you think and you recognize this is actually a possibility like i can actually yeah. do this yeah. Yeah, and do it scared because that was the that was my mantra when i first started from business i was like do it scared do it scared terrified petrified unsure just do it like just do it just do it just do it just do it and I'm so glad that I did I'm so happy that I did and you know it wasn't until entrepreneurship that I that I even knew what that saying meant when people would say do it scared I'm like how can you do it if you're scared like if I'm scared I'm too scared to take the first step and I wasn't until I became an entrepreneur that I realized that what it's what that saying is actually saying is that even scared people can walk. You know, you can take that first step. That first step is going to be scary, but it's still a possibility to take that step. And then you can take another one and another one and another one. And entrepreneurship is literally what taught me that. Yep, same. It's been, it's been the most beautiful lesson <laughs> yes you have no choice and I just imagine how this is impacting your your kids to be able to see their mom you know doing all of these like when I when I go to Walmart and I see products on the shelves as a child it never dawned on me that I could actually live with a person who could have these products on a shelf who is making the same things that these major corporations are 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 dishing out to people but my own my very own parent has this like i sometimes help her make these things so have you seen your kids are there do they take an interest in your business and your brand are they curious <laughs> they take such an interest um and i know we have spoke previously before my oldest um is on spectrum and whenever i'm in my office creating she's always like do you want to build a snowman um, and because she likes to make she likes to make bath salts so um when i'm not like doing anything for mass production if i'm just you know maybe trying out a formulation or something um i definitely let them come in and kind of put their own spin and stuff on it and it's it's so fun um and and encouraging to see them be so confident about something that they really just have no idea what they're doing, but it's kind of like instinctive at the same time, or just to watch them methodically kind of create this thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So that has definitely been a very um, beautiful side to this process as well. Um, and I've also learned, and watching my children 
that they, I feel like we all have that kind of entrepreneurial spirit in us, right? Mm-hmm. It's what, it's how it's nurtured. And um, it it encourages me to be more, more conscious and more mindful about how I, you know, nurture their existence as a whole. Um, because thinking back to when I was a child, like you said, I would have never thought walking through a dang what was a popular store back then <laughs> I would have never thought walking through a dang farm fresh or even I don't know if Walmart was a thing then, but I would I would have never guessed looking for lotion you know buying the jerkins off the shelf that it would be a possibility that my product could be there you know I would have never I, that never would have that never crossed my mind I can tell you it has never crossed my mind <laughs> ever now you're literally living and existing in that like a, a major corporate grocery store contract is right around the corner for you literally it's like kind of twilight zone <laughs> <laughs> welcome to 2021 sis <laughs> it gets weird here but no I'm so, <laughs> I'm so I'm so thankful for it though and I see it in my kids and even you know and like my my siblings and it just it just kind of shifts your perspective overall like to be more encouraging to be more empowering because it makes a difference it really does Mm -hmm. so what have you learned about Simone in the last three years (sighs) what have I learned about Simone Simone is a um she's a she is a hard she is a rigid 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 person (laughs) no she's a rigid but she's rigid she's super rigid and um partially due to mental health and partially just because I am the type of person where it's like I have expectations of quality I have expectations of quality in everything Right, so if I feel like something that I'm producing does not meet the standards of my quality, you know, it's not really something I can follow through with. I do see a lack of confidence in those areas when I'm, you know, maybe creating something, and I'm just like, ah, not right. I'm very. I sit on formulations for a very long time before <laughs> before I release anything, and I test it, and I repeat it, and I, you know, adjust formulations. Um, and so I feel like it's perfect. So that's the most perfectionist. <laughs> and um, but Simone's also learning to be very forgiving. I'm, I extend myself a lot of grace now, and that wasn't something that I that I done really will, willingly before. So um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you are one of the um, one of the top skincare companies that I know of, Black-owned skincare companies that really puts an emphasis not only on taking care of your skin but mindfulness also. Um, you talk a lot about mindfulness while you're doing your skincare routine or, and just being mindful in life in general. So, and I'm, I'm assuming this is why you know now that you've you've 
taking it a step further and um, are going to be doing the meditations and things of that nature. So what are the biggest, the biggest connections that you can tell us between taking care of your skin and being mindful in general? Um, the biggest connection that I could give for taking care of your skin and being mindful is you get what you give. So if you give yourself trash, your body is going to give you trash. If you give yourself trash, your mind is going to give you trash. Um, and to further simplify it, or to better explain it, if I, I have a Trina allergy, right? If I were to go and eat walnuts, my body would have a very adverse reaction. If I go and I eat, I don't know, a salad, my body's probably not gonna have the same reaction. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm aware and I'm making the conscious decision to do better versus, oh, I really want these walnuts. Everyone says walnuts taste delicious. Let me go ahead and try some there's a difference in the, you know, there's a shift in the, in the thought process and the same thing with your skin. If you know you have, you struggle with scarring, right? You're, you have hyperpigmentation and, you know, maybe you're not super confident about it. Society and everyone around you will tell you to cover up your stretch marks. You know, you got to do all of these things like to pretty much discourage you from embracing yourself. Um, so your internal monologue is going to sound very much like what society tells you to do. And that's one of the biggest things I appreciate about your podcast because you kind of take that voice and you silence it. You're like, hey, no, no. Give yourself flowers. Like you are beautiful, you are strong, you are power, you know, and trust in that, believe in that. And it's the same, it's the same thing. I feel like that is the same mindset whenever you're applying yourself to anything, whether it's skincare, mindfulness, working out, if you, you get what you get. So if you pour into yourself positively, you will get positive results. Yes, and this is exactly why the Queen X podcast and Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin go hand in hand. Exactly. <laughs> This is this is what I'm talking about. Okay, so as we're coming to the end of our interview and we're going to close out, I want everyone to right now, as you're listening to this, as long as you're not driving, go over to Instagram and follow Simone's company at Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin on Instagram. And Simone, what is next for you, for you and your company? What's going on with Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin? What can we expect in 2021 from you, sis? Mm, so... As of right now, we are preparing for spring. Our spring restock is coming soon. Um, I'm not sure if it will be by the time this podcast is released, but I'm pretty sure it is. So yeah, April 2021, spring restock will be live. And um, as far as what's coming, you know, just be on the lookout for some mindfulness, reminding yourself to eat, sleep, and breathe, holding yourself responsible for your emotional real estate. Um, You know, I got some things coming with this uh, certification. (laughs) All of the good stuff. So 
I will definitely be letting people know whenever you are going to be back on Clubhouse and you'll be doing your your mindful meditations so that you can remind us to, what is it, blink, eat, and drink? Blink. (laughs) Blink, breathe, and eat. So really uh, really quickly, blinking is is, um, reminding you to be present. So when you are consciously blinking, right? Not just a bodily function. When you bring attention to blinking, you also bring awareness to self and surroundings. Blink. Breathe, because as we often forget to do with all of the stresses, um, breathing helps you again to stay present and it also helps to ground you. So when you're feeling really anxious, you're feeling overwhelming emotions, it helps to stop and breathe and just kind of center yourself and eat. It could be literally eat because I, you will be surprised the amount of people I come into contact with. And they're like, you know what? I didn't eat before this. Um, so very literally eat or it could, or, you know, just feed yourself. You know, like I was saying, feed yourself positivity or into yourself, hold space for yourself um, in the ways that you need to feel full, to feel, you know, complete. Um, so yeah, blink, breathe, and eat. That is my fave. I love, love, love the eats. Like I'm all about consuming greatness, consuming knowledge, consuming positivity. So I love that. So I will let people know whenever you're going to be live on Clubhouse, but I'm not really going to have to tell them because everyone is going and following your Instagram page right now so that they'll, because you'll be announcing it. So I won't have to tell them, but I will because I'm nice like that. (laughs) (laughs) I got no problem reiterating what you guys are already going to see because I know y'all are going to go and follow Simone's page so right exactly exactly (laughs) thank you so much Simone for taking the time out of your day I know that this was hell with us trying to get our schedules together but I'm so glad you did (laughs) yes I was so I was so excited I was looking forward to it I told my husband I was like look I got stuff to do it's a clock so I don't know what you're gonna do with these kids (laughs) I got stuff to do I have business okay yes yes between the entrepreneurship the momming the wifing the the being blacking the womaning like life is a lot it's a lot but we we make time and space for one another today and it's been beautiful yes thank you so much for having me here this has been amazing Yes, well, I can't wait to see everything else that you're going to be doing. Um, I will definitely be participating in the Clubhouse rooms because I miss you on Clubhouse, girl. Miss yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm getting my schedule built out. You definitely see. You'll see the post start trickling in. For sure. Okay, well, Simone, thank you again so much. And you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I will chat with you soon. Yes, thank you. Peace. Hey. Okay, Royal Tribe, so we want to give a huge thank you to Simone for taking time out of her day to join us and put out this interview. So I'm going to go ahead and hop off the stage and let Simone, the owner of Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin, introduce herself and let you know a little bit about her and her brand. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Um, Hey, Tribe, how y'all doing? 
<laughs> um, my name is Simone. I am the owner and creator of Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin. I am a natural, holistic cosmetics and mindfulness brand, really. So um, I create handmade luxury skincare products using natural herbal oils, extracts, and clays to really feed the skin, nourish the mind and the body, and help you to elevate and improve your overall lifestyle. And that is what I do. Yes, and so I originally met Simone on Clubhouse. Of course, Clubhouse is like the whole yes. networking. Yes. Uh, she was doing these really dope rooms where she would just kind of remind you to sit still and to breathe and to be patient. And I just thought it was so awesome because people were lo- loading up in these rooms just to hear her peaceful, calm voice telling people and reminding you to breathe. I thought that was so yes. dope of you. <laughs> yep. Um, yep, I like to say, remind yourself to blink, breathe, and eat, because, you know, those are like the fundamentals of human function, and we get so overstimulated that we actually forget to do those things, so, um, yeah, Clubhouse has been really dope, I actually stepped off of Clubhouse, and you're the first person to know this, so try to pass the heads up, um, and I formally went and became a certified meditation teacher, so coming back to Clubhouse soon with the platform, it will be as a certified meditation instructor. Yes. So everybody, <laughs> if you don't have your Clubhouse invitation, you don't have your Clubhouse set up right now, get it because we are turning up in these rooms, like in a very peaceful yes. state, but we are definitely, yes. I love that. I love that. So congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> She's full of secrets over here. Okay, yeah. so let's go ahead and let's let's figure out and tell us, tell the royal tribe how you originally recognized that you had such a talent for creating skincare p- products and that you would actually be able to make money from this. Oh, oh man, that's such a it's such a giant flashback for me. Um, <laughs> so actually, I apparently according to my mother i've always you know in some sense kind of created my own product right whether it was combining different things to kind of get what i needed and everything um and that was in my childhood something i had completely forgotten about and my youngest daughter my oldest daughter excuse me when my oldest daughter was born um you know struggling with postpartum depression and just the adverse like the adverse reaction to the beginning of motherhood you could experience like body pains flaky skin dry skin hair falling out just sad and crying and just really just a hard time and um I found myself really disappointed with the products on the shelves because they just were not what I needed, right? They, they were like, my skin was still dry, still peeling, bleeding, cracking. Um, and then also too, my ba- my oldest now, my baby at the time, she had uh, really dry skin, really bad eczema, um, very sensitive skin, and we were just very underwhelmed with the product selection. Um, so it really started from there. And that was the little nudge, the little bug my mom put in my ear that reminded me, she's like, you know what you're doing. Like you've always done this. I know it's hard 
kind of like see through the fog, but um, just get back to basics essentially. So that's what I did. And when my oldest turned about a year and a half, um, it just kind of dawned on me that, uh, and I was also pregnant again at the time, so still dealing with, you know, <laughs> postpartum and having like now pregnancy symptoms as well with skin. Um, I kind of realized the amount of people who were like reaching out to me like hey what do you use on your hair like what do you use on your daughter's hair because um my oldest was born with uh, a head of a head full of hair and then she went completely bald <laughs> because she had cradle cap and um so the the very first product that I actually made was hair oil and as her hair started to grow back in and my edges started to fill back out I noticed like a lot of people asking me like, hey, what do you use? How did you get your guys' hair to grow back and everything? And I was just like, oh, I make it myself. And I was literally giving it away for the free. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I can do it. I'll make it for you. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> it's cool. Um, let me see what I got at home. I might have to run out and go get some more. And you know, I don't know, but I got you. <laughs> and um, so nice. Fast forward. Yeah, like, right, so generous. Like, yeah, you know, it helped me. Girl, your edges is falling out. I got you. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's actually pretty much how it started. And I realized I could monetize off of it um, later. Like, this was after my oldest, was, after my youngest was born. She was probably about four or five months old by the time I was like, you know what? It's been about a year of me giving products away for free. Um, and I wonder what I could do with the platform that I've already established. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna start a business. And it was a leap of faith because I had been a um, stay-at-home mom and, a, you know, I hadn't worked corporate at all since, I haven't worked corporate nine to five in a very long time. So I was just like, I don't even know if, um, this is the right thing to do, but I'm, I'm going to do it because it's on my heart to do it. And it's been a blessing. Yes, you took that, that <laughs> super big leap of faith where you bet it all on yourself. Yeah. And it's been nothing but success, nothing but up from here. I love to hear it's stories been crazy. like that. Yeah. It's been wild. <laughs> so what was your, what was that mentally, what was that like for you to be able to take that step from I'm giving this away to people to, hey, now I'm going to send you an invoice and I'm going to charge you for this. Ooh, terrifying. <laughs> Honestly, um, because really what it, what it is, and I still struggle with this, I actually have partners now who help keep me in line um, because it, it, uh, my natural energy is like I'm a giver. So I'm like, I want to help. I want to see you grow. I want to see you flourish. And that's just my vibe. Um, and so it kind of went against my nature to then monetize off this thing. Um, and even in like my first year, first two years of business, I still wasn't paying myself from lack of knowledge on a biz- as a business owner, really. But also um, because I wanted to produce products that were beneficial to people who may not have had the luxury of a luxury product. So, um, and that's still my goal, 
that's still my that's still the desire that I have um, I just now have people to help guide me in a way where I can also be successful in doing that and providing that product to others and I will say that it is a job well done very successfully done I have been a user of your products for the last couple months and something that I can honestly say I have never experienced anything like your supple gel like that gel has changed the the way that I think about what moisturized skin is make me cry like such a such a such a good product it is and so I will say if you're going for a luxurious skincare feeling that supple gel like you got the you got the sauces because that is Mm. right there (laughs) thank you that is so dope thank you So I'm curious when you're coming up with these products and you're coming up with your recipes and your, um, I don't know if you use scents in any of your things, but like, what is your creative process? What does that look like for you? So, um, previously, um, before rebranding, it was, it was more along the lines of like trying to commercialize, trying to find a product and make it fit in what I thought people wanted. Um, Post rebrand, it is very attuned to me and who I am. And it's very deeply rooted in my love language. So like for me, it's very ritualistic. Um, I don't typically use scents in my product, um, but I am, I like to say I use intention with my products. So for me, it looks like, you know, what do I need in this moment? Like with, for example, I'll use the bath salt. I, I love a bathroom. I love a good bathroom. I don't know if you've ever seen like my posts of my bathrooms. Those are like my safe spaces. So um, something, it, it, it's really like, what do I need in this moment? If I'm having a rough week, if I'm having a, you know, a heavier day. Um, what is something that can kind of lift me out of that? And using the bath salt as an example, when I created my bath salt, it was like a fine Epsom salt, you know, kind of thing. And as I really, be, as I grew, as like a meditation instructor now, and, you know, just really being more mindful of myself and my needs and be, becoming hyper aware of what I needed in a moment, it, it really evolved into a product that can satisfy your senses. So you're getting that body um, experience, that aromatherapy, that mental, you know, calmness and all of those things. And that's pretty much the approach that I take with all of my products. Like what, what is the need? Um, because yeah, body butter is great. We all like to have luscious skin, but what does your skin need? You know, cause that's a diff- there's a difference. Okay, so what does it, how would a person be able to tell? Give us examples of what that looks like. How do I know what my skin needs? So that would look like, um, I'm gonna pick a, a, a very common um, concern for women, stretch marks, right? Midsection stretch marks. Um, you can really tell what your skin needs by what your skin is saying to you. So someone with 
hyperpigmentation or really dark stretch marks, you know or you can tell that you may need some vitamin C, you may need some collagen that kind of help, you know, firm the skin and help um, collagen production so that way you can, um, over time, not, you know, abruptly, but over time, treat the hyperpigmentation. And I, uh, I don't want to say treat because then you get in trouble for saying things like that. But um, that's really what it is. And that's that's why I say, you know, my products are created to feed you in, in all of the ways because my products are created with natural herbs and oils that are proven and have been shown to feed these things. So they are created to help you. They're going to help with mid, um, section stretch marks. They're going to help with hyperpigmentation. Um, they are to help with um, burns and scars and eczema um, and things like that. And also, the psychology behind it is when you know what you're using for your body, you're more mindful about what you do to your body. Um, so, you know, even something as little as using a herbal butter and saying, oh, over time, oh, you know what? These dark marks are really going away. I really like that. You may also notice I'm also drinking more water. I'm a lot more conscious about how much I'm overeating if I'm overeating or, you know, how much um, fast food and things like that that I'm putting into my body because all of that does ultimately play a part in what our skin shows us and what our skin tells us that we need. Yes, a hundred, hundred, hundred percent agree with that. Um, as much, as important as it is for us to know what we're putting on our skin, it's just as important to know what we're putting in our body. And something that you mentioned about your products is that they are for, you know, to help and to heal and to um, take care of all of these different skin issues that you may or may not have. But they're with all natural products so you don't use chemicals or anything harmful in your products correct which is so awesome because i did an episode recently with hannah mccall from clean beauty for black girls where we talked about the importance of not of knowing what you're putting on your skin and knowing not to use certain products um, so to have an actual skincare product owner come on and talk about how she is intentionally trying to help and heal women by not using those harmful products, um, it's divine alignment. And I love things like that. Yeah, 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 for sure. And it's also just, you know, education, too. And I learned a lot throughout this process of um the, just the cosmetic industry and really technically what is required to be considered a natural product or a natural brand. Um, and that still does not really align with the desire that I have to bring to people and women, especially um, who have these type of concerns. Um, I don't know. It's just, I, I just feel like education is more important and me knowing the purpose of the products that I'm using, of the formulations that I create, in the long run will be more beneficial than me creating something quickly that can help me, you know, monetize. Right, right, right. So it's more so about the long-term goal of helping and healing versus the short-term goal of I'm trying to make seven figures by the end of the year. 
Right. I mean, we. I would love <laughs> to make seven figures by the end of the year, but I also would love more to help heal um, in the process. So we love that about you, Simone. Um, <laughs> so we did talk a little bit earlier about what your creative process actually looks like when you're creating. So can you tell me um, in what ways have you noticed that like diving in and exploring your creativity as an entrepreneur, when you're coming up with your branding, when you're coming up with new products, when you're coming up with your marketing, how has this enhanced your your confidence or your ability to even tap into your confidence? Oh, girl. <laughs> um, when I tell you it's been a learning curve, it definitely has, um, but it, it has taught me to be um, more sure in myself because you know how like sometimes you have you'll have an idea and you're like oh but I don't know if that's gonna work like you get that self-doubt right you get that self-doubt in your brain like nobody wants that nobody wants to hear that nobody wants to see you you know indulge in that service or that product it's it's taught me how to quiet that it's taught me how to say well if you need it if you would benefit from it if it would help you why wouldn't it help someone else so that's been the biggest lesson that I've learned um, in this entrepreneurial world, um, especially being the sole creator of formulation um, for my brand. It's just like, no, like it's it's a need. It's a need. If it wasn't, you wouldn't. It wouldn't have come to you. So yes. I've definitely learned to. <laughs> I've definitely learned to like be more sure and just kind of stand firm on that confidence of. This is what they needed. You have the platform and you also have the talent to create the need. So use your talent and get it done. Yes, there are so many times that people just allow that negative self-talk, you know, to creep in and convince them that this brilliant idea that they had that came to them in the middle of the night or in the middle of another task or in the middle of whatever, whatever, however it came into your mind, you allow your insecurities and your your self-doubt to talk you out of that, not even recognizing uh, what you're doing. You don't even, you fail to recognize the fact that this came to you for a reason, for a purpose, for your purpose. Um, and you just convinced and talked yourself out of it. And I wish that more people would stop doing that. <laughs> yeah, and it's, 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 it's a hard thing to unlearn. And even as, you know, someone who is very conscious and mindful of how my inner dialogues are, it's, it, you know, it's a hard thing to unlearn. We've been conditioned by society and probably by our family and important relationships and people around us to think that is the normal inner monologue that we should have. The normal inner monologue should be, you know, very, very heavily steeped in self-doubt. And it's a subconscious thing. We don't control our our subconscious mind. So what you put into your mind is what your subconscious creates. That's why it's very important to put positivity around you. So internally, you are creating positivity. Yes. The more people that you see doing and creating and jumping headfirst and 
betting betting it all on black and putting it all on themselves and believing in themselves the more that you think and you recognize this is actually a possibility like i can actually yeah. do this yeah. yeah and do it scared because that was the that was my mantra when i first started from business i was like do it scared do it scared terrified petrified unsure just do it like just do it just do it just do it just do it and I'm so glad that I did I'm so happy that I did and you know it wasn't until entrepreneurship that I that I even knew what that saying meant when people would say do it scared I'm like how can you do it if you're scared like if I'm scared I'm too scared to take the first step and I wasn't until I became an entrepreneur that I realized that what it's what that saying is actually saying is that even scared people can walk. You know, you can take that first step. That first step is going to be scary, but it's still a possibility to take that step. And then you can take another one and another one and another one. And entrepreneurship is literally what taught me that. Yep, same. It's, it's, been, it's been the most beautiful lesson through my life. Yes, you have no choice. And I just imagine how this is impacting your your kids to be able to see their mom, you know, doing all of these. Like when I when I go to Walmart and I see products on the shelves as a child, it never dawned on me that I could actually live with a person who could have these products on a shelf, who is making the same things that these major corporations are, are, are dishing out to people. But my own, my very own parent has this, like I sometimes help her make these things. So have you seen your kids, are they, do they take an interest in your business and your brand? Are they curious? <laughs> they take such an interest. Um, and I know we have spoke previously before, my oldest um, is on Spectrum. And whenever I'm in my office, creating she's always like do you want to build a snowman um and because she likes to make she likes to make bath salts so um when I'm not like doing anything for mass production if I'm just you know maybe trying out a formulation or something um I definitely let them come in and kind of put their own spin and twist on it and it's it's so fun um and and encouraging to see them be so confident about something that they really just have no idea what they're doing but it's kind of like instinctive at the same time or just to watch them methodically kind of create this thing you know Mm -hmm. so that has definitely been a very um, beautiful side to this process as well Um, and I've also learned in watching my children that they I feel like we all have that kind of entrepreneurial spirit in us, right? Mm-hmm. It's what, it's how it's nurtured. And um, it it encourages me to be more more conscious and more mindful about how I, you know, nurture their existence as a whole. Um, because thinking back to when I was a child, like you said, I would have never thought walking through a dang, what was a popular store back then <laughs> I would have never thought walking through a dang farm fresh or even I don't know if Walmart was a thing then, but I would I would have never guessed looking for lotion you know buying the jerkins off the shelf that it would be a possibility that my product could be there you know I would have never that never would have that never crossed my mind 
I can tell you it has never crossed my mind. <laughs> Ever. Now you're literally living and existing in that like a, a major corporate grocery store contract is right around the corner for you. Literally. It's like kind of twilight zone. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 2021, sis. <laughs> It gets weird here, but no, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so thankful for it though. And I see it in my kids and even, you know, and like my, my siblings and it's just, it just kind of shifts your perspective overall, like to be more encouraging, to be more empowering because it makes a difference. It really does. Mm-hmm. So what have you learned about Simone in the last three years? What have I learned about Simone? Simone is a um, she's a she is a hard she is a rigid 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 person. <laughs> no, way. she's a rigid, but she's rigid. She's super rigid, and um, partially due to mental health, and partially just because I am the type of person where it's like I have expectations of quality I have expectations of quality in everything right so if I feel like something that I'm producing does not meet the standards of my quality you know it's not really something I can follow through with I do see a lack of confidence in those areas when I'm you know maybe creating something and I'm just like not right. I'm very, I've been on four musicians for a very long time before, <laughs> before I release anything and I test it and I repeat it and I, you know, adjust formulations um, and so I feel like it's perfect. So that's the most perfectionist. <laughs> and um, but Simone's also learning to be very forgiving. I'm, I extend myself a lot of grace now and that wasn't something that I that I'd done really well, willingly before. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you are one of the um, one of the top skincare companies that I know of, Black-owned skincare companies that really puts an emphasis not only on taking care of your skin, but mindfulness also. Um, you talk a lot about mindfulness while you're doing your skincare routine and just being mindful in life in general. So, and I'm, I'm assuming this is why, you know, now that you've, you've taken it a step further and um, are going to be doing the meditations and things of that nature. So what are the biggest, the biggest connections that you can tell us between taking care of your skin and being mindful in general? Um, the biggest connection that I could give for taking care of your skin and being mindful is you get what you give. So if you give yourself trash, your body is going to give you trash. If you give yourself trash, your mind is going to give you trash. Um, and to further simplify it, or to better explain it, if I, I have a trainer allergy, right? If I were to go and eat walnut, my body would have a very adverse reaction. If 
I go and I eat, I don't know, a salad, my body's probably not going to have the same reaction. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm aware and I'm making the conscious decision to do better versus, oh, I really want these walnuts. Everyone says walnuts taste delicious. Let me go ahead and try some. There's a difference in the, you know, there's a shift in the, in the thought process and the same thing with your skin. If you know you have, you struggle with scarring, right? You're, you have hyperpigmentation and, you know, maybe you're not super confident about it. The society and everyone around you will tell you to cover up your stretch marks. You know, you got to do all of these things like to pretty much discourage you from embracing yourself. Um, so your internal monologue is going to sound very much like what society tells you to do. And that's one of the biggest things I appreciate about your podcast because you kind of take that voice and you silence it. You're like, hey, no, no. Give yourself flowers. Like you are beautiful, you are strong, you are power, you know, and trust in that, believe in that. And it's the same, it's the same thing. I feel like that is the same mindset whenever you're applying yourself to anything, whether it's skincare, mindfulness, working out, if you, you get what you get. So if you pour into yourself positively, you will get positive results. Yes, and this is exactly why the Queen X podcast and Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin go hand in hand. Exactly. <laughs> this is this is what I'm talking about. Okay, so as we're coming to the end of our interview and we're going to close out, I want everyone to right now, as you're listening to this, as long as you're not driving, go over to Instagram and follow Simone's company at Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin on Instagram. And Simone, what is next for your, for you and your company? What's going on with Galaxy Beauty Hair and Skin? What can we expect in 2021 from you, sis? Hmm. So, as of right now, we are preparing for spring. Our spring restock is coming soon. Um, I'm not sure if it will be by the time this podcast is released, but I'm pretty sure it is. So, yeah, April 2021, spring restock will be live. And um, as far as what's coming, you know, just be on the lookout for some mindfulness reminding yourself to eat sleep and breathe holding yourself responsible for your emotional real estate um you know i got some things coming with this uh certification (laughs) all of the good stuff so i will definitely be letting people know whenever you are going to be back on clubhouse and you'll be doing your your mindful meditations so that you can remind us to what is it blink eat and drink blink Blink, breathe, and eat. So really, uh, really quickly, blinking is blinking is um, reminding you to be present. So when you are consciously blinking, right, not just a bodily function, when you bring attention to blinking, you also bring awareness to self and surroundings. Blink, breathe, because as we often forget to do with all of the stresses. Um, Breathing helps you again to stay present and it also helps to ground you. So when you're feeling really anxious, you're feeling overwhelming emotions, it helps to stop and breathe and just kind of sense yourself. And eat, it could be literally eat because I, you will be surprised the amount of people I come into contact with and they're like, you know what, I didn't eat before this. Um, so very literally eat, 
or it could, or you know just feed yourself you know like I was saying feed yourself positivity pour into yourself hold space for yourself um, in the ways that you need to feel full to feel you know complete um, so yeah blink breathe and eat that is my fave I love 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 the eat like I'm all about consuming greatness consuming knowledge consuming positivity so I love that so I will let people know whenever you're going to be live on Clubhouse but I'm not really going to have to tell them because everyone is going and following your Instagram page right now so that they'll because you'll be announcing it so I won't have to tell them but I will because I'm nice like that (laughs) I got no problem reiterating what you guys are already going to see because I know y'all are going to go and follow Simone's page so right exactly exactly (laughs) thank you so much Simone for taking the time out of your day I know that this was hell with us trying to get our schedules together but I'm so glad you did (laughs) yes I was so I was so excited I was looking forward to it I I was like look I got stuff to do at six o'clock so I don't know what you're gonna do with these kids (laughs) <laughs> I got stuff to do I have business okay yes yes between the entrepreneurship the momming the wifing the the being blacking the womaning like life is a lot it, it's a lot but it is. we, we make time and space for one another today and it's been beautiful yes thank you so much for having me here this has been amazing Yes, well, I can't wait to see everything else that you're going to be doing. Um, I will definitely be participating in the Clubhouse rooms because I miss you on Clubhouse, girl. Miss yeah. you. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. I'm getting my schedule built out. You definitely see. You'll see the post start trickling in. For sure. Okay, well, Simone, thank you again so much. And you have a wonderful rest of your day. And I will chat with you soon. Yes, thank you. Peace. Hey.